garden plots with Skeletor. You may have thought me defeated, but I assure you that like a perennial, I will always return. Just as you think you have eradicated Mint, but no, it comes back stronger and more determined to overthrow He-Man. I mean, your garden bed than ever before. The plant of this episode is Mint because it is resilient in the face of its foes and it's delicious. If you're going to grow one herb indoors, mint is that herb. Mint will gladly choke out all other plants in the area to become the one survivor wherever you have allowed it to take root. There's a lesson in that, I think. Bloom where you are planted, and then conquer it. Wow, pretty sure that is not what Nana had embroidered on her pillow. She should have. Grandmothers have bloodthirsty ambitions too, I'm sure. Oh, she does. I don't play Uno with her anymore. Not after we had to get the guards involved. And she had a knife. Nana plays for keeps. Is she looking for a job? I think she's looking to win big, take no prisoners, and bag a man young enough to be her grandson. She's gotten kicked out of more than one casino. Ah, see? She's blooming and conquering. Much as your mint will bloom and conquer with the very faintest of care. Some sunlight, occasional water... You can fertilize it with a 20-20-20 formula every few weeks if you want to have more mint than you know what to do with. Although, there is no such thing as too much mint. Only those too weak to handle the bounty that mint provides. Mint pesto. Mint desserts. Mint tea. Often we've mixed mint into Beastman's food just to stave off the worst of his halitosis. Granted, the improvement to his breath is marginal, but the mint does take it from fatal to merely painful. Don't jeopardize your garden beds. Grow your mint in a pot. Mint takes to heart the affirmation, The doors of opportunity fly open for my dreams. And its dreams are of unrelenting conquest at the cost of every other plant in the vicinity. And frankly, good for you, mint. Now, while mint is simple, even for the most hapless among you to grow, not every plant that is stated as for beginners is going to be the fuss-free foliage experience that you are imagining. Some plants are perhaps more proud and unyielding than they might appear. To give an example, entirely and completely unrelated to any of my own gardening experiences, perhaps you have a peace lily, just for illustration's sake. Don't you have a peace lily? No. I mean, yes, I do, but I'm definitely not talking about that one. Mind your own business. Gee, sorry for taking an interest. Well, take an interest in another plant. You are literally surrounded by them. Pick one. Fine. That one. Ah, that's Bodrak the Mighty. She's a Calathea and she likes to be watered on Thursdays. Okay, actually, I am interested in that plant now. So you win, I guess. Yes! You claim another victory, Bodrak! Anyway, listeners, you may find that your peace lily is not as simple as it appears at first. But that's not a reason to get discouraged. That's a reason to gather your forces and overwhelm its defenses with the correct care it needs to thrive. Show it that you know best and are now its fearless leader, nurturing it toward leafy greatness. That's just uh, a uh, reminder for anyone listening who may be discouraged with one of, or in your case, listeners, likely all of, your current plants. Even though you are a mere novice, trust that you have the guidance of Skeletor to see you through and that with my knowledge, you can achieve agricultural excellence. Tell your plants to, as my inspirational calendar puts it, surrender to your own potential. 
and also remind them who controls the watering can around here. You have an inspirational calendar? It was on sale! You paid for it? I've paid for far less valuable things. I pay you, after all. Barely. Inspirational phrase here, Riley. I see why it was on sale. Oh, so what if it isn't perfect? As it says for June, I accept myself even though I sometimes make mistakes. Granted, I don't make mistakes. I make temporary detours on the path to undeniable greatness and power. But, you know, it's a reminder for others. Whiplash put the cereal back on the wrong shelf and you made him pretend to be a scarecrow for a week. What about that is accepting mistakes? I only made him pretend to be a scarecrow for a week. It could have easily been a month. See? Accepting. Speaking of accepting mistakes, there is one plant that will endure the most inept among you with grace that would be inspiring if it didn't give you all a sense of unearned confidence in your gardening skills. That plant is the pothos. The pothos is a leafy vining plant and a favorite among those who want to plant but cannot handle the barest level of responsibility. Now, the pothos's easygoing reputation has made many gardeners overlook it as too easy and may be described as, quote, basic. Those people, listeners, are idiots. You can keep going. I'm waiting for you to whine at me over saying basic. Go on, begin your mewling. I've brought a seed catalog to peruse while you complain. Uh, actually, you used it right. Yes! I mean, yes, yes, of course I did. It's like three years out of date, but you used it right. See? There it is! Now, listeners, unlike my sound minion, the pothos will never lure you into a false sense of security only to attack you when your back is turned. The pothos will tolerate not just low light, but will accept getting only artificial light. Now, why you would go for artificial light when you could have an atmospheric chandelier filled with foreboding candles, I have no idea. But I guess some people don't see the value in aesthetics. Now... This plant is so easy to care for that you could practically leave it with one of my minions and it would survive. However, I have seen my share of sickly-looking pothos in the hands of gormless goons who mistakenly thought that a low-maintenance plant was the same thing as a no-maintenance plant. If you want a no-maintenance plant, get a photograph of one, hang it on your wall, and be done with it. For those of you with the single crumb of competence required to care for a pothos, listen closely. Pothos is a vine, so be prepared for it to spread. Much like Beastman's hair, Pothos vines are prone to tangling. They grow however they please, so you will need to periodically untangle your Pothos. Or better yet, make Beastman do it. Annoying, isn't it, Beastman? Next time, use your leave-in conditioner, you mangy moron. Listener, as you learned yet again in the previous episode, watering is crucial. Pothos prefers the soil to dry out completely before you water it again. If the leaves are not drooping, leave it alone. Of course, you'll be tempted to water it on some random schedule of your own devising, but for once, let your inclination for slapdash and haphazard gardening be your strength. Ignore your pothos until it demands watering. But will it kill Beastman if he nibbles a pothos? You would think that Beastman is invested in the answer to this question, but I've been informed that he does not listen to the podcast. Largely because his cell phone is a deck of cards we wrote the word phone on, and is thus not capable of catching pods. But to answer the question, yes, it will kill Beastman. Pothos is poisonous for dogs, cats, children, and adults. In short, will it kill Beastman? 
Yes. Are you going to maybe share that information with Beastman? As the calendar says, every experience I have is perfect for my growth. Beastman has to be allowed to grow. Yeah, but then you're going to have a sick Beastman and a torn up plant. Maybe give him the experience of telling him not to eat it? Fine. Beastman! Yes? Come in, Beastman! The sign on the door says not to. And I am telling you to come in. Who are you going to trust, me or the sign on the door? The sign on the door never put me in the moth cage. Just come in! Yes, your evilness? Don't eat the pothos. Which one is that? Let me rephrase. Do not eat any of the plants. I would never do that? I saw you looking at the parlor palm with intent. Is that a plant? Yes. Yes, it is a plant. Riley, this is why I was willing to let nature take its course. Beastman, if it is leafy and in a pot, do not put it in your mouth. Got it. What did I just tell you not to do? Pots. Mouth. Leafy. Something? Get out. All right. But don't forget game night is tonight. We're playing apples to apples. Don't you mean you will be playing morons to morons, as you do every night? I know you said that as a joke, but it is very hurtful. I do not joke about something as serious as your hopeless haplessness. Now out! Okay. Uh, If you want anchovies, be sure to tell us before we put the pizza order in. Otherwise, I get outvoted every time. See you tonight! No, you won't! Aw, he's nice. Smelly, but nice. Well, he's smelly. Don't be taken in, Riley. And finally, leave it to me. Dear Skelly, may I call you that? You may not! Riley, give the return address of this confused in Cathanae one to Trapjaw. He'll know what to do. Let's try again with another. Dear Almighty Skeletor, now that is more like it, I humbly beg for your wisdom. How should I be fertilizing my houseplants? How often? More food is better, right? Wrong. Much like when Beastman overeats and then needs tum-tum rubs to feel better, more fertilizer can lead to pain and suffering. You rub his belly when he has a tummy ache? No, I make Merman do it. I am the master of the castle and so I am not on tum-tum duty, except for very, very rarely, because I am in charge. As a general rule, only fertilize your houseplants monthly with a 20-20-20 formula. And for Grayskull's sake, Put on your reading glasses and follow the instructions on your fertilizer. I knew you used reading glasses. You know, as my calendar says for March, you could try to be the rainbow in someone else's cloud for once. But you don't even have eyeballs. Why do you need reading glasses? There are no limits to what you can accomplish, except the limits you place on your own thinking. September. That doesn't even work for what I And speaking of limits, or the lack thereof, this episode is sponsored by Tend2, vitamins and supplements to help you be your best self. It is like tum-tum rubs from the inside. Tend2. Because conquering the universe, attaining unparalleled power, and growing a verdant garden first require building a healthy you, leaving you, as my calendar says, energized and ready to slay the day which I take to mean ready to slay your enemies. Prepare for that if you can, confused in Cathanae. 
As your fertilizer will likely be a concentrate or granules, they must be diluted before watering your plants. Otherwise, the fertilizer can burn the roots, which is also what happens when you fertilize too frequently. If you are still confused as to why this is bad, you should put your face and arms into a boiling vat of soup and see how you like it. What kind of soup? It doesn't matter. It does, though. How could... What? No! Like a chicken noodle? I would definitely not. A good tomato basil, though. Is worth sticking your upper torso into a boiling vat of? Maybe. No. Like a really good tomato basil. Look, I will prove it to you if you keep undermining my point. With tomato basil? I can only make chicken noodle, but I'll throw in some basil. Mm, no deal. Keep going. You don't tell me to keep going. I tell us I keep going. As my calendar says, when you are going through hell, keep on keeping on. And that is exactly accurate for trying to do anything with you incompetence. At any rate, you can fertilize with compost tea more frequently or worm castings from vermiculture. What is vermiculture? It is a fancy word that describes the filth in which most of my minions conduct their daily lives. I would offer to give away the worm castings that accrue in their rooms, but I am not in the habit of giving anything away, so I will just say that I have plenty and that you have to get your own. What I do have plenty of, and what I will give you for the low cost of your undying loyalty, is the harvest from my fertile fields of plant knowledge. I don't know why, but that analogy makes me uncomfortable. Is this another one of your strange issues, like the word moist? Ugh. Oh, I'm sorry. The M word? Yes, sure. Just don't talk about your fertile fields. Fine. Then I'll close the episode with this update on He-Man. That lumbering lemmix who couldn't think his way out of a wet paper bag with a clearly marked exit. I do not have a plan for his destruction today, but my dream board is going well, and I have some truly evil ideas in the works. Evil ideas. You have a dream board? That's... I'm sorry, I just wasn't expecting to hear something that stupid. Dream boards aren't stupid. They're a tool for externalizing what you want from the universe. And what I want is to control the universe. Look, it has a picture of He-Man on it. He's choking on a radish. I drew it myself. Okay, fine. Here's my dream board, then. That's just a drawing of me holding out a lot of money. Yeah, it's what I want. Come on, universe. Make Skeletor pay me more. Universe, tell Riley absolutely not. Alright, fine. Are you drawing stink lines? Are those stink lines you are drawing around my butt, Riley? Yup. If the dream board isn't going to give me what I want, then at least I can enjoy myself. I'm going to make a giant vat of tomato basil, and then we'll see who's enjoying themselves. Yes. Not yes. No. What you should be saying is no, with a sort of panicked, dying fall. Do you not understand how to be properly menaced? I really think it is the responsibility of the menacer to properly menace. I am the menaciest. Do you not understand who I am? I am Skeletor. And you, Riley, and you, listeners, and especially you, He-Man, you will all be menaced with more gardening prowess than your minuscule minds can handle on the next episode of Garden Plots with Skeletor. Except you, He-Man, you will be menaced in person as soon as time allows. This dream board will herald your destruction! <laughs> Thank you.
Garden Plots with Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond and Megan Bob and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Rafael Medina, and our logo was created by Kit Mulcairn. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairn. Beastman is played by Rafael Medina. Additional music from filmmusic.io by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us at gardenplotswithskeletor at gmail.com, on Tumblr at gardenplotswithskeletor.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at garden underscore plots. You can donate to Skeletor's schemes on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash gardenplotswithskeletor. Thank you for listening.